Hey guys, welcome to my very first episode of No Spoilers. I will be talking about all the movies and TV shows that you need to know, and you'll learn all you need to know without knowing it all. Make sure you are following me on Instagram at thebrookej, the brookej, T-H-E-B-R-O-O-K-E-J. Hit that follow button and turn on my notifications so you know when my new episodes will be coming out. Make sure when you're listening, you hit that subscribe button and give me five stars because I want to be able to do this a lot. And I'm really excited to get into the first episode. I... I've kind of always wanted to do a podcast, but I never knew exactly what I wanted it to be about. Um, and I love, I love talking about a lot of things. But the thing is, like, what can I just sit here and just talk about? Um, you know, a lot of people have given me ideas of, like, just, like, do YouTube and just, you know, stay on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like it's always it's always felt like I haven't had enough time to just have, you know, an IG TV video about things that I want to talk about. And the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about, which might be like super lame, but TV and movies. And I've done um, the TV and movie recommendations with an actor, me, um, but they're all, they've always been like, you know, a minute long. And I haven't been able to like go in depth to explain why I'm recommending, you know, XYZ movie or TV. Um, I, I, I am not really allowed to have discussions um, about why I love shows. And the thing is, like, these, those can take so long. But I, lo- I talk about them in my own head all the time. After I see a series that blew my mind, I usually have, like, one really good friend that uh, we dabble and talk about it. But... Um, but I'm like, why not create a podcast? I feel like I, I don't really care about the video. I really don't also don't care about people listening to this. This is really, really just for the percentage of people who also care about movies and TV. And I know they're out there, (laughs) but you know, I, people seem very interested, but I'm just like, honestly, I'd rather just do it for myself. This is so much more fun. I feel like putting it out here. I'll publish it, and if, like, nothing ever happens with it, then that's also fine. I really don't care because it's, you know, about to be Christmas break, and I think it's healthy to jump into other mediums um, and just do it for yourself. I mean, what do I have to lose? You know, it's just me. I'm just talking to myself, really. Or to you guys. So I think, okay, so TV movies. I think the way I want to do it is... Probably just focus on maybe two shows or two movies at a time and get into them. Um, I think the first episode, I don't want to give any spoilers uh, just in case, you know, I want you to guys go watch this and then, you know, get feedback or not feedback, but I want you guys to tell me, you know, what you thought about the shows and then I can do, you know, I feel like I could give it a few weeks and then um, do like a follow-up later on about the more in-depth episodes because I know it takes people um, maybe a couple weeks just to get to, you know, finish series or movies. But I think the first show that I really want to talk about is um, We Are Who We Are on HBO. So if you haven't watched We Are Who We Are, it is 
directed by Luca Guadagnermo, who also directed Call Me By Your Name, which stars the Timothy Chalamet. And I know uh, <laughs> there's people obsessed with him. My good friend Laura is obsessed with Timothy Chalamet and loves Call Me By Your Name. And I texted her and I was like, have you seen this show yet? And she's like, no, I know Luca directed it. Luca, like, leave him by her. I know Luca directed it, um, but I haven't seen it yet. And I'm like, you need to watch the show. So we're going to talk about why I need to watch the show. So this show is um, a group of kids and adults living on a military base in Italy. And I, one reason I love this is because, if you don't know, I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska. And um, Anchorage, Alaska has one of the largest, well, Alaska has some of the largest military bases in our country. So in Anchorage, it is a very, very big military town. Uh, my dad was in the army and our military base is um, called, now it's called J-Bear, but it used to just be um, Elmendorf Air Force Base and then Fort Rich Army Base. Now they call it J-Bear Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson. Um, but they also, I believe, have the National Guard. There's the National Guard. I don't know if there's the Coast Guard. That could be, that could be wrong. Um, but there's a lot of military presence in Anchorage. So a lot of, a lot of my peers have military um, connections. Uh, they're in the military. I remember half growing up in the military because my, my friends were there. So my parents would have to take me to the gate, meet them at the gate, and they'd pick us up and we would play, you know, all over base and, you know, be in, in everyone's houses that look exactly the same. All the homes look exactly the same. All the streets just about look exactly the same. And, you know, there's a, there's a, there is a way of living there. And then when I was older, um, I've dated a few people also in the military and just having those personal experiences myself and seeing their experience working for the United States military, this show um, kind of like hit home for me in a way because there's a lot of things that people really don't know, like just like the lingo and the idea of chain of command and just how, how things kind of work um, working for the military or being someone who is in support of someone, a girlfriend, a spouse, a child. Uh, there's just like a way of living. And um, I think they really, really got it. And it's crazy to see. So the show starts off, again, no spoilers, but the show starts off with the main character, Frazier, coming from New York with uh, his mother and her partner. And his mother is the new uh, commander in chief for this army base. I will repeat that. A lesbian woman is the new commander-in-chief at this army base. I'm going to leave that at that. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, so, but this show really touches upon, oof. I mean, other than just growing up, but seeing kids growing up, seeing things that I feel like normal non-military families don't necessarily see. Um, but also dealing with growing up, uh, they talk a lot about gender. They talk a lot about uh, uh, 
being transgender. They talk a lot about sexual preferences. They talk a lot about marital situations pertaining to the military. Um, They talk about being displaced when being an American kid put into, you know, a different country with different rules and different customs, but also living on a base with its own set of rules and customs, but then leaving the base and, you know, in Italy you can drink at 18. So there's there's a whole dynamic with that in uh, growing up. That's, you know, differently than you would in the United States. Um, you know, music, the way people dress. Um, and then some serious things that happen, you know, when people get uh, deployed. And then other serious situations when they're, when you're, working in the United States military and there is an election year and um, perception, you know, about how certain people have to keep their opinions to themselves because they represent the military and how, you know, they, yeah, they can't express too much of that. That's what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it, it touches on a lot, but in a very, very dynamic way. Um, and that's one, re- that's, that's one reason why I love the show because it is so different. And the first episode is honestly really weird. Um, I could just use like eccentric, but it's just weird. And by like the second episode, you actually start to feel the flow of what the director was trying, is trying to, you know, the, the mindset it wants to put you in, but it is definitely a journey. You are really put, um, you know, as like another character in the show following along with these characters and their growing pains and and um, living on this military base in Italy and trying to figure out who they are and accepting it or hating it. And Luca really, really did a great job on showing so many stories. And I think this is the problem with a lot of shows is that sometimes they choose like one main character and you get into developing that character, yada, yada, yada. But I feel as if the side characters seem to get forgotten, you know, unless they have like one part of the storyline for the main character. But this show, you know, you have the main character, Frasier, and then you have um, Caitlin, who is the other main character, but you have their families and their friends. And I was expecting, you know, not to like learn much about all of these other people because these two kids are the main characters, but they get in so deep about these other side characters that it's so many layers that you have to slowly peel back. And it is truly, truly an expense. And it shows you also why the main characters are the way they are. Um, It shows your the dynamics with the main characters and the adults and why the adults are the way that they are. And um, everyone has their insecurities and you go into that. And it is such an interesting journey and I love it and I 100% recommend it. Um, and pertaining to the military, I mean, they they built a military base in Italy. I mean, they got it right. Like we got the PX, we got like all of the the street signs and the just it's 
even the gate, like it was all very, very accurate. And I'm so glad they stuck to, I mean, all of the uniforms were to at least my eye um, put on correctly because that I hate, I hate when people, you know, when shows or TVs, you know, has like a, some type of uniform on and it looks cheap and fake. <laughs> it's like, well, obviously they're not. Man, no, this show really does. Well, before I knew this information, I was like, wow, how did they just like rent out a military base? And then I was like, well, of course they can't. So they had to have built it, but like, what the hell? So in H on the HBO show, I, I don't remember what episode it is, but there is a behind the scenes on one of the later episodes on how the, uh, the art department completely built this military base. And I mean, with something that's like this type of art, I completely, I applaud, I applaud. Like movies and TV are a way of expressing um, oneself and art and telling a story. And having, a, having attention to detail is something I really, really, um, appreciate and admire because that means like you care so much that you want to get even the, the smallest detail correct so that this story can be authentic and true and the acting is true and it's the truth of these characters and that's so awesome I love that I, I really I hate you know cult classics are fun to watch but also you know those type of movies that were kind of just put together you know there was no attention to detail but it's famous because maybe of how bad it was um but no the show's great and i have no idea if this is just like a limited series because i would love to see a second season um the main character's name is fraser and he's played by jack dylan grazer and caitlin is uh the other character, Caitlin, she is played by um, Jordan Simone, and they're both awesome. Uh, Frasier's mother, oh, I can't remember the character's name off the top of my head. She, Her name is uh, Chloe. I can't pronounce her last name, the actor's name. She is a uh, very famously in the movie, the 80s movies, Kids. Um, I don't know if you've seen the 80s movies, Kids, but Kids was a very... Um, taboo movie about kids doing a lot a lot of inappropriate things and um it is historic because they were they told a, a specific story about kids very young living in new york but it was you know a very true story um about things that were going on at that time with kids that age and she was in that famous movie so uh, i was like oh yeah she's an amazing actor and then my favorite I didn't even realize this until like the second episode, but Kid Cudi plays Caitlyn's father, bruh. Kid Cudi, like our, everyone always, I think, I feel like everyone loves Kid Cudi, but like I love him. Like I feel like no one has an issue with Kid Cudi. I remember seeing him in an action movie about like race cars or something a long time ago. Um, so I was like, oh snap, Kid Cudi's an actor, but y'all. This man needs to be nominated for something. The fact that this man is, so he plays the father. He, his, his character is in the military. His facial expressions, his demeanor, everything. Every line he ever said was so true to the character. that I had no clue who this guy was. I was like, who is this? And then I was like, oh my gosh, that's Kid Cudi. There's no way. That's wild, dude. Bruh. <sighs> Anyways, but yeah, so... 
watch the show we are we are on hbo um that, that's this is not being endorsed this is really true something that i just love talking about. um okay and next we are going to switch gears to a show on hulu called a teacher and i want to get the names correct so let me give you the correct show hold on <clears throat> yes a teacher on hulu um that's her name okay kate mara um gorgeous gorgeous love this actress um she was also in oh she was in the house of cards uh she played that journalist in the beginning house of cards i stopped watching it at a certain point so i don't know how far she went into it um but she was in that uh she was in the fantastic four and pose huh anyways okay so kate mara uh plays kate mara plays the main character let's go let's go let's go claire wilson so kate mara plays claire wilson all right glad we got to that and then nick robinson plays um the high school student eric and if you are wondering also nick robinson uh was also in the show uh love victor he was, yeah, and he's known for Love Vic. I actually just watched Love Season New. Huh, we'll get into it. Anywho, okay, so A Teacher was actually, I don't know if it was an indie film, but um, it was a film back in like 2013. And the premise of it is that a, a teacher, I'm sorry, Lana sneezing. So the premise is that a teacher is um, getting closer to a student in her AP history class. He's a senior um, in high school. And, um, ooh, how do I not spoil the show? So basically, it the show goes um, about, kind of, I like showing us like a black mirror. Because the things that happen in this show, I would stop and think about like, okay, wow, what if the roles were reversed and it was a male teacher and a girl student? Like, how far would you, like, let this show even be on, right? So having the woman as the teacher and a boy as a student. And I think that's a big thing that we've talked about in our society probably in the la- a lot in the last five years um, is that, you know, growing up, at least in my era in high school, you know, seeing a hot teacher and, like, boys, like, trying to get the teacher or, like, trying to get hot older woman, women is, like, super cool to them, right? And... Um, and that's been a narrative of like that being cool, quote unquote. But what is like was rarely discussed when like I was in high school is how that is statutory rape. But a lot of people have done it. I remember being in high school and I remember like a lot of girls, um, a lot of girls in high school, we were like probably 16 or 17. And I know I remember a lot of them having boyfriends that were like, 22 23 they were like in college or whatever and it was like oh my gosh like you're dating an older guy like that's so cool and stuff like that or um and like no one said anything about it you know like they would get away with it and they would be together for like years and a lot of people there's a majority of people who are like that's totally wrong and then I remember another percentage of these people that I would speak to about this and be and just be like um I still don't see a problem with it right like I put myself in that position um I consented 
you know like it's this weird fine line of like okay obviously there is the law and then like then there's this whole consent thing like a 17 year old consenting to sleeping with someone who is over 18. like let's talk about that right and how like <laughs> and why did we only apply it to certain people you know growing up in our society you know like a, i guess like i said like a guy trying to hit on his teacher like I feel like no one would bat an eye you know I feel like all the guys in high school were always like, oh, yeah, like, I'll totally get with her. And I don't think that happened ever with a particular person. It was just more of, like, you know, their, like, little kid male ego of, like, oh, yeah, like, I can totally get with her. Um, and then we've seen it in a lot of TV shows. Like, historically, um, Pretty Little Liars. I mean, Ezra and um, Arya dated and had sex and made out and all of that and it you know was quote unquote consensual but by law it's not consensual because they're a child and they're not 18. so um it is it's very interesting watching this show when i feel like in past shows like when we watch pretty little liars i remember like we were we like were praying for ezra ezra and aria to get together but it's like when you look back at it it's like wait a second she was like 16 and he was like out of, like he was what, like maybe 23? Cause I know he was out of college or something. Um, but not like they were hardcore together. So I, I know that they like went back and forth and broke up and stuff. And I won't tell you what happens at the end end, but still like we like praised their relationship and we hoped that they didn't get caught. And like, we loved that, you know, it was a secret relationship, but it's like, wait a second. Ezra was a predator. Like, why can't you really find someone your age? Like, this girl is, like, 16. Like, what, what is this? Um, and then another famous example is, um, I don't know if you watched Grassy. Um, Paige starts dating Mr. Oleander, who is a TA. But um, I can't remember if he's in college or he's out of college. But he was a TA for Mr. Simpson. And after uh, Jimmy got shot, they were doing, you know, all of these like wellness courses and all that kind of stuff. And um, Mr. Oleander was doing yoga and starts to like hit on Paige and all this stuff. And then, you know, like giving her special treatment. And then all of a sudden, like they're making out and she's going to hang out with him here and there, da, da, da. And then someone, you know, her best friend basically like calls her out and he gets in trouble and and all that kind of stuff. So I'm glad that that was, that, that's how it should have happened. Um, but that storyline went on for like quite a while. And we were like, oh my gosh, like we hope Paige and Mr. Oleander, like I think she invited him to prom or something. Like we were hoping that they would stay together. And it's like, no, he's a predator. This is wrong. So what I love about a teacher, let's get back to the show. What I love about a teacher is that the main character is such a like a fun person. Like you love watching this show and watching her and like she's smart and she's intelligent and she's funny. And like, you know, the basic interactions that they have are like, OK, this is cool. And then you like get halfway in and you're like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like something's going on. It's like this is this is wrong, right? Like she shouldn't be like flirting with him, right? Like. It's just harmless flirting, you know? And then and then you start looking at yourself and being like, oh, like what things have I let go 
in situations like this? Like, what if I turned a blind eye, blind eye on because, you know, oh, whatever, like they did it in high school. Um, yeah, I think I love TV and shows that really have you turn to yourself and question your own belief system and your own moral compass. And I think a teacher on Hulu is a great one that is going to constantly be pushing your buttons on like what is right and wrong. And it's acted out so well. I love the story. I love how it's written. The acting is amazing. And it's not even over yet. So I think there's a few more episodes. This is a limited series. Um, so what's whatever happens at the end is probably just going to be like the end. But um, no, I'm really excited to see like what happens next. I also think that the newest episode came out yesterday or the day before. I think it comes out on Mondays. I could be lying. Um, so actually, I think I'm going to get off of here and watch a teacher on hulu and i think you should too i think you'll like it you're gonna be mad and happy and sad and confused all at once and so you will with um we are who we are on hbo it is both shows are roller coasters of emotions and those are my favorite and we also just went down into um another quarantine so I feel like some people are going to want to have some recommendations. And that was already in my head. But again, like I said, I really want to sit here and dissect why, you know, exactly why I'm telling you guys the shows. Because I, one, don't believe in spoilers. And I, two, take recommendations extremely seriously. And I want people to listen to them. I will not give you a recommendation unless there is a reason for it. And I feel like here I'm able to, like, fully explain my reason. Thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to get into my second episode. If you go on my Instagram at the J under the post for this episode, you can give me feedback. Let me know on what shows or movies you want me to make sure that the world knows. And we will talk about it together or I will talk about it together with myself. <laughs> Thanks guys. I will see you next time. Bye.